Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. The 11 to 1 show. Matching colourful Christmas jumpers, singing carols since November 1st, while Drogheda Credit Union is on the lookout for the most festive family for a very interesting competition. Details on the way. Jackson 5, blame it on the buggy this Monday morning, 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here. How are we keeping? Hope you're keeping safe and well wherever you are in the Northeast this morning. Oh, we sort of were rolling the eyes a little bit last night, weren't we? Ah, oh, look it. It's going to be a fuss over nothing. Ah, Storm Debbie. Ah, the schools are closing. All this crack. Well, no, no, no. Debbie fairly showed us what she was made of, that is for sure. So if um, you have any details in your area about things, trees down, debris on the road, situations like that, do get in touch 086 1800 658 and we will pass it on to you as we get it as well um, there was lots of messages into the breakfast show this morning Chris was inundated and thank you so much for sending all that in because it's great to get it it really is and uh, we want to make sure that everyone is keeping safe because there is a status yellow wind and rain warning in place the red one is lifted though which is good and much to the disgust of my seven year old he has gone into school <laughs> when he heard me on the fo- looking at the phone last night you know for the notifications pinging in from the school and he was thrilled thinking he was going to get a day off but no in he's gone his older sister is off though however so you know that just adds to the level of annoyance that'll be going on with him but anyway I did sort of at around half eleven last night kind of get a bit of a panic oh god will we nail the trampoline down what will we do that kind of stuff so I did sort of get out of the bed and put on the shoes and coat and sort of start moving things around in the garden look just in case just you know what I mean and now my garden actually just looks like the storm (laughs) attacked it but no it was actually us last night trying to rearrange it in the dark but there you go Uh, do keep us updated as I say if there's any issues on the road and we will keep you posted on additional information and you know what just stay in it's a nice excuse isn't it although I think this I can see the sun is trying to break through so maybe we'll have a nicer day later on in the day now uh, speaking of nice things I have two nice things for you tickets to see Pat and Faye short that is up for grabs also how would you like a 50 euro love draw to feature all the details of the competitions on the way very very shortly Ellie Golding love me like you do now if you are a family that just adores Christmas. Like, are you one of those guys who will wear matching festive gear, singing, you know, Christmas carols early, all that sort of stuff? Well, then this is a very special competition. Drogheda Credit Union, they have launched their Christmas jumper competition. It's going to be at the Drogheda Christmas light switch on, which is happening. Drum roll, please. This Friday, the 17th of November. So it's going to be really sort of everyone is going to be in the festive spirit. Big countdown from 6pm at St. Peter's Church. And a little birdie tells me 
that the big man himself is going to be there as well. Very exciting. Also, magician Killian O'Connor is going to join the Draw the Credit Union. They're going to be skating the crowd to, to award the most jolly jumper festive family costume, okay? And this is brilliant. I see this every year, actually. And it's really, really good. People go all out for this. So, festive family costume. So, you can get into, you know, the matching stuff or the most jolly jumper. So, if you're maybe if you're on your own, you can do that. And as I mentioned... Santa Claus hoping to join in for the festive fun and there's going to be carol singing festive ballet the greatest showman road show cartoon character favourites as well alongside some magic by Killian O'Connor which is fantastic and in addition to that three lucky winners right under 6 under 8 and under 12 of the Draw the Credit Union Christmas colouring competition will be able to take part in the switching on of the lights now there is still time to get your entries in, okay, Wednesday, this coming Wednesday. So uh, seek out Drada Credit Union. You'll see the um, competition details in the branch on the social media as well. And that's all in association with Drada Bids and Laid County Council as well. Another great event to look forward to this Friday. So festive family costume, jump, uh, jolly jumper costume and also that colouring competition with the closing date for that is this Wednesday, but it could be your little one switching on the Christmas lights with Santa. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. Quite a large tree down in the Bellius Town area with thanks to Joanne for sending in the image. Also around the Ardcath area. She was saying just generally Bellius Town seems to be a lot of debris and that tree is there and I think there's a power outage as well in Ardcath. So do stay safe in that area. Um, yeah, quite a large tree. I'd say it might, might take a while for that to be cleared. But we will update you as time goes on. Don't forget 086 1800 658 if any details about trees on the road or anything like that as you're around the area we can keep people updated. Now I have details of a competition Love Drogheda we're teaming up with Love Drogheda on the show this week all the details of that on the way after Dermot Kennedy. Lately I've been living in a dream Dermot Kennedy don't forget me and a nice little treat of a Monday morning for you yeah and I want to give you something nice I do I want to give you something nice Oh we want to unlock the magic of Drogheda's unique shops, delicious dining and lots more with the Love Drogheda gift card this Christmas. Now, this is accepted in over 220 local businesses, including bars and restaurants, boutiques, fashion and spas. There is something for everyone. So it's very easy to purchase. LoveDrogheda.ie. How handy is that as well if you just don't know what to get someone? Do you know what I mean? People say vouchers are a lazy man's way. I will embrace that wholeheartedly. It's called, I, you've got, you can spend this in 220 shops. That is thoughtfulness. You know what I mean? Uh, it's better than, you know, getting something that you're not going to like. So this is an early Christmas present, though, for you on the show. I have a 50 euro Love Drogheda gift card up for grabs. And you know what? I'm going to keep it really simple. All you have to do to enter is WhatsApp or text me the words Love Drogheda to 086 658 if you'd like to win Sure, why not? It couldn't be simpler. And that is a nice little prize for you to win on a Monday morning. So lovedrohada.ie for more information. And all you have to do is WhatsApp or text lovedrohada to 086 1800 658. Westlife with my love on LMFM's 11 to 1. Want a shout out to Claire and Keelan McGovern. They are loving their lives today. Well, Keelan is especially loving her life. No school for her. Rachel, though, the sister, not impressed. She had to go in and they sent me just a little voice note to tell me how much they love Drogheda. Love Drogheda! <laughs> like the excitement in that. Love Drogheda! Oh, listen, I know. I wish I was you guys. I wish I was you guys having a sort of a no school, snuggly, nice day at home. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Now, just to let people know, we've gotten a little uh, few bits and pieces here, right? Motorists are advised to slow down, approach with caution, and obviously be vigilant on the road. But traffic lights are out at several locations across County Meath, okay? Trees down as well. On the Boyne Road, it is single lane only of traffic there. Outside uh, Beliver, Athboy Road as well, Hill of Ward and Athboyd Road as well. And um, they're also saying the Marsh Road near Drogheda Grammar School. 
uh, traffic lights issues there as well uh, and also Stony Road Kilbride Trim Road there as well the car park entrance at Ballinlock National School there as well but that could school could, I don't know if that was open or what's the story there uh, also the Boyna Close in Kilmainham Wood and out, uh, opposite Main Gate are Mucklin uh, Castle as well um, and there's a tree hanging and about to fall at the station house Kilmesson near the bridge as well uh, also Piltown Road Betty's Town blocked with flooding and there's an ESB pole down at Kilbride Road in Rath Oath uh, so that's just some details there on traffic and situation now do keep us updated if there's something that we've missed as well 086-1800-658 I am delighted to be catching up with this guy Rory's stories as people will know him Rory O'Connor comedian from Ashburn but he's coming to Drogheda next week for a very special event I'm going to catch up with him next The 11 to 1 show my first guest has made a household name for himself, not just as a comedian, but as a passionate advocate for mental health. And once again, he is taking to the stage to encourage conversation around depression and mental health issues, particularly among men. This month, a special event is happening in Drogheda's Barbican Centre and he's going to be joining European super, weight, super featherweight boxer Eric Donovan and Fair City's Mondo actor George McMahon. I'm delighted to have Rory O'Connor, Rory Stories, back on 11 to 1. How are you getting on, Rory? You're not blown away there in Storm Debbie, are you? Uh, no, no, I'm still here. It'll take a fair stone to get me off the ground anyway. <laughs> but I, I, I had I this kind of gazebo thing that myself and wife were planning to take down anyway and I was hoping it would be gone uh, this morning but it's still here and it's in rag order so I'm going to have to dismantle it myself. I was hoping to wake up and it might be in the the leak area maybe this morning but no, it's still there. <laughs> Well, do you know, this morning, well, last night I logged on to your page just because I knew you'd have something about the storm, you know what I mean? Some bit of crack. And uh, you had that post up about the two people. Which one are you? The person that runs around like a lunatic nailing everything down or the other person who's like, oh, this storm's just a bit of crack. And I was like sitting in the bed going, this is about half 11 going, oh my God, which one am I? Which one am I? Which one am I? <laughs> so I had to get myself and my husband out of the bed and I kid you not, it's your fault, Rory. We were nailing down trampolines because I just thought, oh, Jeannie, now, just in case like the trampoline ends up in the kitchen, do you know what I mean? In the morning, I can't be coping with yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, there was a few, I, I got a few photos of trampolines there this morning. I have a pub on Facebook there. There was a lot of trampolines there. Uh, on their holidays this morning around the country anyway, like, um, waiting to be returned. Like. They were. Now, if I know uh, you, uh, that this morning caused a bit of mayhem, like like no other school morning, because you had to drop the kids in later, did you? Yeah, yeah. So the, the uh, play school and the prime school my kids go to were uh, 11 o'clock. It was originally 10, but I think they pushed it out till 11. So... Um, but typically, like it's very windy here in Ashburn, but it's 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 okay. But the, the woeful shower rain came between kind of quarter to eleven and five to eleven, which caused obviously carnage around the primary school. But uh, they're in there now. I suppose two hours is better than none for the little one in play school. So uh, <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a quick day, uh, and and they'll be back. So I listen. It's, at least, listen, there was nothing major, I don't think. I think there was you nothing. Know, that's the main thing with these storms, as long as everyone's safe. Like, um, that's and the I main think thing. I didn't hear on uh, very bad news, Ron. So that's, yeah, exactly. It'll blow over. No pun intended. Like. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now, the post that I did see as well on your Facebook recently um, gave me a little food for thought, and I have been there, like yourself as well. Talk to me about. Uh, the post that you put up about getting a smartphone. I presume this is for the eldest daughter. She's on the lookout for a phone, is she? Yeah, yeah. So she was 11 there a few weeks ago, like, and um, it was mad. Like, I think we, we, we uh, see at that age, it's kind of too young for the kind of bouncy castle, sorry, too old for the bouncy castle yeah. stuff. And then they're, 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 they're probably getting to the age where you don't really do the, the birthdays properly, forget me. But anyway, so we brought them to restaurants, uh, fed them, and I was grand. There was like 10 of them there, and I think maybe six or seven had phones, like, mm. and it was just kind of like, but it's just, like, listen, it's just the way it is now, unfortunately, and you're trying to hold out for as long as you can. Like, you know, she's, like, she's had the iPads and all that here, yeah. and, like, she, listen, they buy and sell you with, with the, like, no, we were younger, we thought we'd buy and sell, but they're the same, like, you know, just, they grew up with devices, so they're razor sharp. And that's the, the negative part about it is that they could buy and sell it. But 
Yeah, listen, we're holding off this Christmas, so like, we, which is in, I think, when I put up the post, the majority of people had the kind of confirmation finished primary school. That yeah. was, that would seem to be, and, and I agree with Norma Foley coming out with kind of aiming the banner because then that takes the pressure off the parents. Like, well, it's you like, know what, I'm glad you, you said know. that because, you know, I have to say I don't normally agree with her, but I did agree with her on this of, now most schools won't let them have them in school anyway, but I do think like the school in Wicklow where the parents just decided not, like to collectively not buy the smartphone for their kids yeah. until they headed to, to secondary school. That's a great move because I think, you know, we as parents can feel feel pressured then if there are other kids sitting around and look they're getting them younger than 11 as well so it, it, it sort of as you says alleviates that pressure plus look we know how you know all of these things too much time on the on the devices can just lead to an, an increase in anxiety and depression and things like that in kids yeah we should look at ourselves like you know we like, like I'm I'm 36 now. So I was when I was kind of what 15, 16, 17, it was the Nokia's and the snakes, and, yeah. and that was your your introduction. Then it came to kind of you know smartphones, and then now sure it's gone, it's gone a well. So and look how much 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 anxiety it brings to us as adults. Like mm. you know looking at stuff and and comparing and all this kind of stuff. Imagine like these are growing up with that mindset. And that's the the worrying thing about it is is the comparing like you know everyone looks great on Instagram or whatever and these young young girls mainly are looking at other girls that might have up photos and they're, they're the perfect uh, you know 10 out of 10 and they're trying to to, to copy that and, and that's where the, the worry for me comes in um, you know being a dad with daughters and that like so um, yeah I, I think I said I think that was good initiative at least because it was on the news and I said to Ella I was like well listen they're going to be banned in schools anyway so there's no point so um, yeah, so she that's sort of all accepted do, that. Like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, as you mentioned, like, you know, we as adults get, you know, I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword for the likes of myself and definitely for you, you need to be online to do what you do and you need to have a profile and all that sort of stuff. But I have to say, I do tend to every now and again have a digital detox. Do you find that that works or do you ever do that? Yeah, no, it's been part of my routine. Like, I, I have to do it. So whenever we're going away on holidays, uh, I, I disconnect my social media. Um, so, or, or like long weekends away with the family. Like, like I, I, I actually look forward to it. So say like we yeah. go away on a summer holiday, I actually get to Dublin Airport and I just feel like I'm just about to fall down with, with burnout and the, the, even just the beauty, deleting all the Instagrams, Facebook. And and just and just that's it. It's because once it's it, it's deleted, it's out of my mind. I don't care about horror stories, and I I enjoy the time. It always blows my mind when I see kind of the bloggery people like when they're on the holidays, open their tempo at social media. I'm like, how do you do? You not actually take time off yeah. like, because uh, just for me, like I, I personally like love it like when I get an opportunity to do it because once it's on you're back in the race again you're mm-hmm. back kind of working and thinking and all that kind of stuff so yeah no I'd be a big fan of that like um, it's something that I I definitely do uh, and even this to be honest even if I'm, I'm struggling a bit with with my, my mental health if I'm going through uh, you know them few days where you're kind of low and you're the black dog and all that they, they, I, it's all about controlling the controllable so one of the controllables for me is get rid of my social media you know usually Nine times out of ten, I don't uh, care about negativity about me, but it's mm-hmm. when you're vulnerable or you're not feeling yourself, that's when a comment might pay a bit more rent than it needs to. Oh, so yeah. for me, it's just delete the social media until you're feeling a bit more stronger in your head. Like, uh, And that's one of the thing, things I've done for years. Like, Yeah, and it's um, for somebody who's making their living, a lot of their living on social media with videos and posting and being, you know, there is that thing of, oh, you know, posting every day and being current and there's a lot of pressure there. That's really refreshing to see. I also... Uh, um, feel as well that you know something like you you often post about things like you say you're controllable so exercise is a big one as well for you when when that sort of darkness kind of creeps into you and takes hold yeah like it's it's it's, it's my goal to like and I've been preaching this for years and years like it, it, it's 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 just it's it's the free drug I call it like mm. where you're able to get out whatever level you're at you, you move the body even like 
looking forward to going for a run now in the afternoon, even with the, the, the weather and all. Sometimes that can actually benefit you more after. But, like, yeah, it's just something I've understood. It just works me. Like, and I've even taken a step forward, uh, further. I've got a state-of-the-art ice bath in my back garden there. About, okay. It, it, yeah. What yeah, do these people so, tell me about this now? Because, look, I don't like the cold. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know if I need it that much in my life. Yeah, well, again, it, it's, 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 it, I don't want to get into the ice bath, obviously, because but what I've learned is the, the benefits. So it's scientifically proven now. Uh, so years ago, ice baths, say when I was playing football, we'd go to ice baths mm. in the lakes of Julianstown that where it was good for muscle recovery. But what we know now is it, it's only about 15% uh, benefit for, for physical. So the other benefits are uh, your immune system uh, is very good for that. Um, uh, body fat, which is interesting one. Uh, it's very good for, for burning body fat. And the big one is the dopamine kick. Yeah. So scientifically, do you reckon that five minutes in an ice bath is the same dopamine as you get from doing cocaine? That's what these specialists are saying. Like, wow, it's okay. the same. It, it's called brown. I think they call it brown fat as well. It's called where it's, it can only be released with cold water therapy, if you get me. Like, yeah. it's that, you can't be released by whatever, this, this, whatever way your body reacts to the cold. So... So I've 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 trialed that and, and I fully agree with myself. Like I get in every single morning, like without fail, every morning I I get in from anything between three and kind of eight minutes, uh, balancing no no less than three, no longer than eight. Like yeah, and uh, yeah, like honestly, like it just chisels me. Like I've high ADHD and stuff like yeah. that. So like when when I get into it in the mornings, it just kind of takes the edge off me. Like um and just has me focused then for for the rest of the day. So yeah, listen, again, horse for course, but for me, That's like working. personally, it does work. Like it even, it was, it was gas like there a few weeks ago, it was a dark morning, I was putting, I put ice blocks into, because obviously you can't keep buying ice, so I have a little yeah. freezer where I fill up lunch boxes and I put six or seven blocks of ice in to it. Like, but anyway, one morning I was putting them in, they see my neighbour coming out, and he was looking around, he knew by him, he was like, what, what's that noise? And I put him out of his misery and said, oh, how are you, Andy? It's just Rory here. He says, what are you up to? So said, oh, I'm just getting into my ice bath. He goes, you need your bleeding head examined. And <laughs> off he went. And I was thinking to myself, actually, the reason I get into this is to prevent my head needing to be examined, <laughs> uh, if that's the truth. But so I don't want to get into this, but I know when I, it's like exercise. I know yeah. when I walk out the door, I start moving the body. When I come home, I'm going to feel a bit better. Like that's, that's how it uh, works. Yeah. So that's the way, like yeah, self-awareness, uh, Sinead, is, is a superpower. If you're, self-aware of what works for you and what doesn't that's half the battle and and, and this ice bath is, is definitely my, my new best mate anyway at the minute like. yeah well and you know and this is something that you do you you open up about your struggles it's something that you've done in the videos and books you've uh, posted about it and you speak publicly about it so you're coming to Drogheda next Monday for a special event and this is aimed at men specifically isn't that right yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've done uh, plenty of talks um, with uh, Sharon Chogan Centre has arranged her um, Fiegel project, but as part of that, we've done like maybe six or seven talks around the different areas of the country this year, and it's a free event, which is great. So you just come, and this one in Drada now is the same. So it's myself, Eric Donovan, who's a Drada native at the minute. Amazing, actually. Uh, yeah, 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 great fellow. I've had I've had Eric as a few of my guests on my live tours, and then. We have uh, Mondo, uh, George McMahon. So three of us will be talking, I suppose, you know, about our own individual journeys and battles and hoping that, you know, people, not just men, but people in the audience will, will get some sort of, uh, like the ice bath, you know, something mm. to go home with going, you know, maybe I might try that. And that's that's the plan of attack anyway. Yeah, and it's it's so important to keep this, this conversation around mental health going. It really, really is because, you know, it's as you've often said yourself, you know, mental health awareness, it's not just for a week or a mental health awareness day. This is something that's ongoing. And particularly for men, they do have more of an inclination to keep things Things in and not to open up about stuff like this. So, like you say, three guys, great guys, very high profile, speaking about this. It's it's a, a fantastic idea. It really is. Now, um, normally you have a book or a show or something else going on, but are you taking it handy now in the run up to Christmas? Yeah, yeah. No, I was. I it's been a very uh, a busy year, like between finishing off my tour and and then the, the finishing that documentary in Mount Joy and yeah, all these kind of stuff. That, mm. Yeah, um so so yeah and then I I I I I done a I was with the guards there for 
about six or eight weeks speaking to loads of Garda units, like to talking to them. And then uh, I was very busy doing talks with companies and that. So I just been really busy and, and I and I have a couple of things on, but it's it's winding down, which which is which is important. Like you you have to, especially what I do. Like a lot of talks I do is just straight up my story, and then that that can obviously be draining because mm-hmm. every time you speak you know sometimes you get emotional because you're going back to stuff that triggers you like um so so that's where it is now so next year you know with a bit of luck uh, new book new tv show new uh new tour that's my plan at the minute that i'm working on so uh yeah uh so it, it's like and you, you just gotta get back on the horse and, and get out again like that's that's the way it is like absolutely and watch this space with regards to all of this well rory thank you so much for your time this morning enjoy that like a couple of hours of peace before you have to collect the kids and the mayhem begins again but thank you so much for joining me on the show today yeah, no bother, Sinead. Pleasure as always. No Thanks bother. a million. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Rory O'Connor there. I don't know. He still hasn't convinced me now with the ice bath. I have seen these. I have seen people buy them and, and install them out the back. And I don't know. I'm a cold creature. I am a cold creature. But we can say that Rory, along with Eric Donovan and George McMahon, will be at the Barbican Centre in Drogheda next Monday at 7.30pm. And I have to mention uh, Councillor Declan Power, who has organised all of this. It's a very important event. Let's talk mental health for men, but anyone can come along. But particularly, we want to see men in the audience. And as I say, Barbican Centre, Drogheda at 7.30pm next Monday. We are going back in time to 1955 and a very famous actor popping up in the Northeast Update. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1955, Whoopi Goldberg, but she was Karen Johnson. She was born in New York City and today is World Kindness Day. Kindness Day was born when a collection of humanitarian groups t- came together on the 13th of November in 1997 and made a declaration of kindness. So likewise on Kindness Day, every Everyone is encouraged to make a similar declaration. So it could be something simple like donating books, food or clothes to your local community. That's a great way to celebrate. So kindness day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. I've doubled the competitions for you today. Yeah. Father and daughter comedy duo Pat and Faye Short they have returned with their new show Knuckle Down and it is coming on the 24th of November to the Crescent Concert Hall in Drogheda the sharp wit and physical comedy genius of this comedic duo will have you in pain with the laughter patshort.com for all the details would you like to go along I have another pair of tickets up for grabs all you have to do is tell me the name of the comedic duo Pat and John Kenny performed as so do you remember he was with John Kenny back in the day what were they called very easy 086 1800 658 don't forget to put your own name on it as well and you could be going along to see Pat and Faye Short with their show Knuckle Down so the name of the comedic duo Pat and John Kenny performed as what were they known as way back when 086 1800 658 now still to come singer-songwriter David Keenan he is coming back home to Dundalk for a special show we're going to be catching up with him after news the 11 to 1 show a worldwide smash hit musical set to return to Dublin next year more details on the way Sam Smith, not the only one in LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. And I'm warning you now in advance because when the tickets go on sale this Thursday, it is going to sell out very, very quickly. It is the worldwide smash hit musical Mamma Mia. It's coming to Dublin for seven performances next year. Tickets go on sale this Thursday, Ticketmaster.ie at 10am. And this is going to be very, very exciting. So the shows will take to the stage in Dublin next year, the 25th 
25th of September also 26th so really right up from the 25th till the 29th of September and the creator and producer of Mamma Mia Judy Kramer says they are so thrilled to be bringing Mamma Mia to Dublin where the hugely successful uh, Mamma Mia tour opened first of all in the Point Theatre in 2004 so they haven't been back since then is it? Oh my goodness me Uh, they say it's such a joyous experience uh, to, and it's very fitting that the international tour returns to Dublin to celebrate 20 years of performances in 2024 at the Three Arena. So from the 25th till the 29th of September, Ticketmaster.ie, this Thursday they go on sale. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. Dua Lipa ranked some of her songs in a new interview. Here's what made number one. Than hell. This is one of my favourites of yours. Is it? So underrated, I think. Listen, I love this one. 2016, too. and this has to go at one. Levitating. Are you alright with that? that? Yeah, yeah. The relief on your face. <laughs> there was just so many songs going through my mind, and I was like, I just don't want it to be this. But it's fine. This is good. Britney Spears' manager put Saturday Night Live's parody of the singer's memoir on blast. In a post, he said that the writers of SNL are getting worse and worse. He said that SNL is on life support and you all are pathetic. 1989 Taylor's version by Taylor Swift has spent a second week at number one on the Billboard 200. It sold 245,000 units. Big Brother announced over the weekend that the celeb version will be on our screens next year. The normal Big Brother wraps up this Friday after six weeks on TV. Here's the mini clip they posted online to reveal the news. Celebrities, Big Brother is coming to get you. That's The Buzz. I'm Max. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Oh, Big Brother is definitely back if they're bringing the celebs back into that house. Now, just want to let you know, Christmas, of course, just around the corner and this Friday and Saturday, the Frostival Winter Festival is going to be happening in Dundalk. There is a brilliant schedule of events for all of the family to enjoy, including... It's always really good every single year. The spectacular and magical Carnival of Light Parade, the annual Christmas tree lighting ceremony and street illuminations. And of course, there's a fantastic Christmas artisan fair, family fun zone as well at the Market Square on both days. So for more details, you can check out the Frostival Facebook page. So this Friday and Saturday, Frostival coming back to Dundalk. Wow, I feel good. James Brown, feeling good. Just getting notice here just um, uh, to take care. Thank you so much, Margaret, on 086-1800-658. She says there's a pole down on the Ringlestown Road to Clemesson just before the turn for Tara there. So do take care if you are in that area. Thank you so much for sending that in. Now, he has just played a career-defining headline show at the National Concert Hall. Now, he is coming back home to Anton Arts Centre in Dundalk. It is a fantastic Irish a theatre show it's music it's poetry it's drama there's so much going on I'm going to be chatting to David Keenan next the 11 to 1 show he played a career defining headline show at the National Concert Hall and now Dundalk singer songwriter David Keenan is returning home he's playing a very special homecoming gig on November 26th in Anton Arts Centre now he's built a reputation as one of Ireland's leading singer songwriters and live performers touring consistently throughout Europe and North America with residencies in Paris and New York's Irish Arts Centre now Gaira Galore his Irish theatre tour it's coming to Anton Arts Centre and it is going to be quite the experience. I'm delighted to have David Keenan on the line with me now. David, you're very welcome. Hello, thanks for having me on. Great to have you. You're not too blown away there in the storm, are you? No, no, safe and sound, yeah, thank God. Good stuff, good stuff. You're, you're, You're safely ensconced. Now, I came across the most wonderful description of your music uh, this morning. You're probably going to know which one I'm going to say. It says, uh, the sound of Tim Buckley and Brendan Behan arguing over a few jars while Kavanaugh deals Dylan a suspicious hand of cards and Anthony Cronin and Jack Kerouac furiously try to scribble it all down. I mean, like, that is 
the most perfect description, first of all, but also the most amazing description of what you do. What do you make of it? Because there's quite a few big names thrown in there. Uh, you know, David, no pressure like. Yeah, well, that was, that was my mother who wrote that. So uh, <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't really, you know, she, she, she's always on my side anyway. But, uh, no, I don't know. I, I, it's, yeah, how could you live up to that? Being, being, uh, being compared to those guys, I'm just trying to do my own thing, you know, and every fight that's the approach is just to, you know, to, to, to do it as David every time. And uh, it's great to be put in the same ring as those lads, but uh, I'm not sure if, if any of them were decent people. Do you know what I mean? As in real life. Well, but, this um, is this. This is this. But They're... it's just, you know, it's just, you know, um, I've been just expressing myself in songs and I try to come from a place which isn't just surface level and uh, every time I play live it's like, it's like I play it like it's my last gig and I think people feel like they can, it resonates and they get their money's worth, you know, and that's in a time where, you know, it, the cost of living and everything, we want people to come to the live shows and, you know, support live music and art. It's just that's an important attitude to have, I think. Oh, I don't it's really so pay fr- too much attention to those descriptions that maybe I did when I was younger. Yeah, I had bullseyes on my back as a result. But look, I'm just trying to do it me, and I don't think anybody can do me. Oh, they definitely can't, David. And you said a number of things that I want to pick up on. I love that you say, "I do every show like it's my last." And to be honest with you now, I would have been like that when I took over, say, this slot right uh, in the initial stages. And you've just reminded me to actually keep doing that because you know you can get complacent when you come in here you know every day and you sort of take advantage of this you know lovely slot on the radio and there's so many people out there that would just be clawing let me tell you to get into this seat so you've just reminded me of something really important and I think like a lot of people in the industry um, you know it's very important to remember that as a performer as well to, to, to have that mindset as you go out on stage Yeah I mean it's a privilege you know people Takes time out of their lives to to listen, you know, to listen. I think everybody on a certain level wants to be heard and seen and, and you know, recognised and um you know, for people to come into the gigs I and mean, just I never want to go through the motions, but that that's something that even for me, first and foremost, you know, every gig is different. Every time I sing a song it comes out differently and mm. that's the beauty of playing live, it's spontaneous and you can't really write a script in that regard because reality always happens, you know. But um, I don't know, I just, from as long as I can remember, I've had a connection with with wanting and needing to communicate kind of what's going on within me and how I see the world and bringing that, obviously, to to, to gigging for years now. Um, it's been, I've been able to travel with it and, and uh, people have supported me and all these new, these new albums. And yeah. this tour as well is, is kind of, it's been coming for a few years because I think... Um, Obviously, did the concert hall in September, and I felt like you know, after years of hard work and and uh, getting to that place. Yeah. But I wanted to keep keep on the road, close the year out with something different, and like the theatrical elements of the poetry, those things have been in the music. Oh, know, they're so intertwined. Because that's yeah. what I was going to ask you. Actually, did was it writing poetry or playing music that came first, or have they always been intertwined so perfectly w- w- with you? I just I was writing some since I was a you know as long as I can remember as a young kid you know yeah. other people then started calling it poetry later you know but I've just always been writing always confiding in 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 the pen and the paper and I'm talking like when I was you know seven or eight years of age doing yeah. it, you know and when I got a guitar and learned a few chords and I wanted a gig you know because had all this pent up stuff inside of me that I needed to get out and. Uh, um, but it's just a real release, like it's it's medicine, you know, rising. It's like, uh, it's a real therapeutic thing. Um, and to be able to bring that, I suppose, to a gig um, or to an album and for people to, you know, relate to, you know, the struggles that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking about or, mm-hmm. the, or the victories that I'm talking about and in, in, uh, things that I've never really shied away from in, 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 in my life. You know, it's all there in, in the lyrics and... Um, but this show, I mean, I get to come back to the dock. I've never played the town hall before. Really? Oh. That's yeah, quite no, the homecoming then. Definitely. Do you get a little bit yeah. more nervous about a homecoming sort of gig like this? Yeah, well, it's, it's, um, 
I think it's it's the homecoming kick can always be a difficult one because you know you're thinking oh you know you're going to be uh, his head's going to come to the gig oh, look, yeah look at your man now where is he where is he how does he think he is <laughs> he's getting emotions you know <laughs> oh, yeah. that's in that's that's in the head as well you know it's like it's a beautiful room um you know it's in my hometown family going to be there and uh, but I'm proud of this I'm proud of this this show you know this show mm. Gabriel Galore um, it's going to open up with Ivan Kilgallen you know a one woman play. Um, Ivan Ivan's debut play on Lara was in Glassmass Theatre last year and you know was sold out and Ivan is you know she's an amazing writer and artist and uh, but the two shows are going to bleed into each other Ivan's show is full of comedy as well mm-hmm. for people that don't usually go to plays or the theatre this is like stand-up comedy you know there's plenty yeah. of laughter in there and it'll bleed into into my set with the full band and there'll be new songs and, and some of the more familiar songs as well of course too you know but um, yeah, I'm really really excited because it's something it's something totally uh, totally unique totally different oh yeah. it's an experience it really is as I as I mentioned at the start and you know I think so often with, with all of the music that you've put out and with all of the shows like you say there's no two albums there's no two gigs but for you that is the same you know things come out differently and I mean is that something that you always strive for to to create a different experience whether it's on, on the album or or, in, or on a live stage for your audience yeah, it is that. It is that. But I think it's also me not wanting to, go, to just go through the motions. And, mm. you know, I've, I've often been at gigs and you just feel like the person that's up there is maybe just, you know, going through the motions, going through the gears. They're at a seven. And I don't know, I'm just an intense kind of character, you know. <laughs> I lo- you know, I love getting in the ring. and uh, yeah. But I, lo- I love, like, just... I love just interpreting, you know, songs differently and um, not to the point where like Dylan in the 80s where you couldn't understand what he was saying, you know, or yeah. not not to that extent, no. but just just like live music, live live music, like jazz, it just happens really spontaneously and you can't recapture it and that's the beauty, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Of course you can, here's the song and here's the chorus, people can sing it, but, um, but, but in terms of like the albums and stuff, I just, I'm always looking to grow into new territory and you know, I started off in in, in, the, in my bedroom with the guitar and I knew mm. three chords. And you might, you know, you learned a new chord and you wrote a new song. Well, now it's just like you're inspired by a different sound or a different thing that's happened in your life, and you're onto something something new. You know, um, I never want to sound like I'm singing to a backing track. I never want to mm. sound like oh, every song sounds the same. I never want. Oh, want that. there's there's no danger of that because you know, and it's so refreshing to hear because you know we are oversaturated with so much of the same in, in music all of the time and 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 in an album say like like Crude uh, which you released last year like it's so stripped back you know it's kind of rough around the edges it has that sort of unfiltered home studio sort of vibe again it was sort of going back to basics after you know I suppose the bigger sounds and as you said you have a, a band on stage with you now you know so there's there's yeah. that contrast all the time isn't there? It is yeah and it's trying to get something you know interesting going with a group of musicians you know because that's just a beautiful connection and just playing playing people like you were a kid you know playing with your bucket and spade but you're playing with instruments with, yeah. with other people and uh and yeah, coming off the back of that crude album was just after doing a couple of records for for a label going independent, Barrack Street Records, Barrack Street down the key in Dundalk, you mm. know, and going out on my own and and releasing that album. And um, but again, people supporting me, and uh, that's that's a privilege, you know, especially with everything that's happening in the world, you know. But I I, I think that um, you know music and live gigs just to uplift. Yeah, I've never been more important, especially when people are people. It's so easy to be glued to the phone and and uh, and TikTok and everything. You know what I mean? But, oh, but totally. Things, things happen at a live gig or, or a play that you just can't script and it really change it for the for the, for the better. You know, so they do they do that, they do that to me anyway. So yeah. I'm oh sure. no, they 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 totally do. And you know, uh, so much. Uh, I, I've seen actually actually Tommy Tiernan now recently has done it, moving into the comedian world. But uh, I I've seen some artists doing it where they kind of ask fans to leave phones outside of gigs at the at the start. And I think. I can understand why because you know I've been in those scenarios where literally it's an arm of phones in the air and it's like you know why are we, why are we why are we doing this so we can post it on on Instagram or something there's no sense of being in the moment anymore and I think that's what social media has taken away from us with regards to this Yeah yeah for sure like 
I, I it's definitely I'm definitely an addict in that regard with the phone. Like there's no mm. point denying this, but I, and I have to kind of try to set boundaries with it. But when it comes to a gig, um, I do notice though. I have noticed recently at gigs that after my live gigs. And initially I was thinking, was I that bad that nobody posted a video on their, on their story or anywhere? <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. just that people seem to be just, just with me because there's, there's an arc in the set and it's mm-hmm. flowy and I don't really use a set list. So there's this thing that happens, it's just, I'm, I'm, you know, there's interacting and we're telling stories and joking. And um, there's not many, many, many clips from my gigs. Now, maybe I'm absolutely deluded and I'm totally shocking live now. Or people are just engrossed in what they're seeing and... I feel they need to keep the phone in the pocket, you know, which is a positive thing. <laughs> I think, I think it's the ne- I think it's the second one. I'm getting a lot uh, of messages as we're talking here. Speaking to people with phones in their hands, I do have a lot of messages coming in. Uh, just to give you a bit of a, a flavour here, David, top lad, brilliant singer. So looking forward to seeing da- uh, David when he comes to Anton. Fantastic to hear David on the radio. So look, you know, they're there. They're <laughs> David. Definitely yeah. no no uh, bones about that. Absolutely. Um, and you know, as you say there, the the gig sort of flows and there's no sort of set list. Now, some musicians who are gigging musicians out there might be going, sorry, what? There's no set list. What, do, does your band freak out a bit or are they well in tune with the rhythm of how things go in the show? Well, with, with the band, there is um, a little bit more structure. Like I would I would, I would have a set list for the lads. When I do solo gigs, there's no set list. Yeah. But, I mean, for, for like we'll, we'll do one rehearsal before these gigs. Now, that's not to say that it's taken for granted. There's just a synergy between everybody now at this point. And um, obviously, Yvonne is, is working away on her part, rehearsing all that. We've we've worked on how the the shows are going to be intertwined. There's going to be theatrical lighting. The stage is going to be set up, so it will be like a world. When you walk into this, it's going to be like you're walking into the world where the songs live, mm. you know. And and, um, and people can kind of hang out there for a little while and take part in it, you know. But um, really, really intriguing about this set because every every gig is in the theatre we're going to be coming from a, like a different place maybe more stripped back mm. a different arrangement with the songs I've worked on a poetry piece that I'll be doing with the band and um, so again it's different elements that have always been there yeah. in the music that I can bring in and of course you know, I get to sing El Paso and Dundalk, which is uh, well, I the, did. Only place, the only place that I sung it for years. Yeah, well, do you know <laughs> what? I was going to tentatively, because I know this is kind of a little bit of a strange relationship that you have in the, with this song. And I'm glad that I must have had a foresight to put this particular song onto my playlist for after our chat, because yeah. I was like, I just have to. It's one of these ones, isn't it? Where it's the song that could pigeonhole you a little bit. And you, it's kind of that little bit of a love-hate one with the one that became huge popular would I be right in that kind of vibe with regards to this well I think when I was 20 you know and, and, and the whole taxi thing happened that's what I thought I thought that I will be pigeonholed if I just you know, yeah. if I just basically live off the facts of this for the next couple of years and just go around singing it everywhere you know and do every take every gig offer that I was or every kind of press thing that came along with it but um, now like it, again like I released it last year and it's mm. you know years later eight years later or whatever and um total full circle and that's me growing as a person and accepting the song but more importantly it's just accepting that younger version of me that i wasn't comfortable in my own skin and i wasn't confident i had no real self-esteem and i i just was embarrassed you know but i was embarrassed a lot of the time anyway yeah. <laughs> regardless of the song so i'm just what i'm trying to say is i've grown i've grown up yeah and I've grown into my own skin and, you know, for a 15-year-old to write that song, it's yes. a great song. I'm it, proud of that kid and uh, people people love to sing it, so why not sing it? And, uh, and celebrate we'll sing, it. We'll sing it on time and celebrate it, yeah. Absolutely. And it's it strikes me, it's so, um, like, strange for me to hear that you were, you know, not that confident, embarrassed, not this self-assured because when I look even back at, you know, that, that video and you kind of coming out in this, you did seem so self-assured and confident. I'm going, God, this guy like, you know, did this at this age, went off to Liverpool and London and all this stuff and I'm going, I would just be, you know, really crapping myself and I'm, I couldn't even do that now in my late 30s. <laughs> well, I think... Maybe the confidence in the taxi came from from you know Dutch gold. But, oh yeah, uh, I yeah, think, yeah. I hear you. I think it's an, it was more of a uh, probably fear, but also yeah, like I I felt like I had I had something to say, you know, yeah. for sure. And uh, again, trusted the music, and, and I always believed that it would look after me, and I still I still feel that if you trust me, intuition with 
with the songs and with what I put out into the world, and yeah, it'll, it'll come back to me, you know, because I'm trying to do something that is positive, because I'm trying to take whatever negative things that are there and, and convert them into something useful, you know. So, yeah, yeah full circle with that song, and um, yeah, we've got some surprises. I picked up some props in the antique shop in Dundalk, these strange wooden clown things okay. that like, a man carved for his son, and we have them, and I kind of had to. My grandfather gave me holy water from the other day because they were really freaking me out in the room, <laughs> following, following me with the eyes. Oh, so, uh, yeah. they'll I, be there on the tour on stage as well. Fantastic! I love the holy water added, added element. Absolutely brilliant. Now, new music—it's never far away from you, David. Um, you're releasing consistently, uh, which is just—you know—it astounds me that I, when I see another new uh, album or a new song from you. So, do I ask you what does 2024 hold? Well, I have a new album. Yeah, I have a new album that's ready to go. But um, I'm just not going to put it out until I get some get get, get a proper campaign with it. You know, yeah. like crew had to be DIY. But I think the scope of this album was real potential. And uh, look, we'll see. We'll see if I can find a home for it. Um, but I'm, I would definitely be releasing a record in 2024. But before that, we're in the studio yesterday. Yeah. And myself and Ivan, this is an LMFM exclusive. Oh, fantastic! Myself and Ivan have recorded a Christmas song. <gasps> And um, it's going to come out in the first week of December and um, it'll be, proceeds will, will be going to Simon Community Dublin. who look after uh, the Dundalk Loud area as well. Yeah, of course. So um, and we'll, be, we'll be singing it in Antoine, um for the first time on the 26th. Uh, yes, that's yeah. right. Well, let me know, give a send it to us because we would love, love to play that as well. And I'm delighted that you have done that. As I said, new music never far away from you. David, it's been such a lovely, lovely chat with you. Thank you so much for Thank taking so the time much. out this morning. And I've no doubt it's going to be a fantastic gig in Anton on the 26th. Thanks a million, Shane. I really appreciate it. Thank Bye you so much. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. David Keenan there. Oh, look, I have to play this. I really do. Here it is El Paso. Oh, I love it. David Keenan, El Paso, Anton.ie for tickets and more information. The 11 to 1 show. If you missed your chance to enter our love draw to competition, details are on the way right after the job search. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Gosh Energy replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes visit localheroes.ie a car sales require a store person it's a full time permanent role the salary depends on your experience to apply please email info at drawhadacarsales.ie Mag Trust Limited requires general operatives and machinists to join their production team in Tully Allen. To apply, please email keith at magtrust.com. Don't forget the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Gosh Energy. For gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation, visit localheroes.ie. Last call for this. It is a Love Drogheda gift card. I'm giving away a 50 euro Love Drogheda gift card on the show today. You can unlock the magic of Drogheda's unique shops, delicious dining and lots more with a Love Drogheda gift card this Christmas. It's accepted in over 220 local businesses, including bars and restaurants, boutiques, fashion and spas. There is something for everyone. So you can purchase it very easily online at lovedrahada.ie so that's a very early Christmas present for you a 50 euro Love Drahada gift card all you have to do is WhatsApp or text me the words Love Drahada to 086 1800 658 do it now we're going to be picking a winner very very shortly the 11 to 1 show Rima, Selena Gomez with Cam Dane on 11 to 1. Anne Mullen, you are getting the love. Draw it voucher. And also, it was, of course, Done Believables was the answer I was looking for in terms of Pat Short and John Kenny. What was the name of their duo? And Pat Shelley. In Drogheda, you are going along to see Faye and Pat Short perform in the Crescent Concert Hall on November 24th. The Bangles bringing our show to a close. Manic Monday. Asher, it's half over. Thank you so much for your company as always. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back again tomorrow.
Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. LMFM.